everyone, and welcome back to the Pre-Health Handbook. Today's episode will be about UCSD's Peer Mentor Program, which is a program that aims to put pre-health students who are current undergrads together as mentors and mentees. At a school this big with this many classes and extracurriculars to navigate through, it's really helpful to have an older student around to kind of show you the ropes and teach you from their experiences. And while it's not the same as having a professional mentor, it still has a lot of the same perks. Um, I personally love this program. I was involved with it for two years and um, I will be involved with it for the next two years. And I'm really excited to see what they'll be doing this year during the pandemic to help bring students closer together and to create more of a community amongst the pre-health students on campus. With all of that said, uh, thank you guys for listening, and here's the episode. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Pre-Health Handbook. Today's guests are two other members of HMP3 at UC, at UC San Diego, and they're in charge of one of my favorite programs that we do, which is called the Peer Mentor Program. Um, as we've talked about before on the show, having a mentor is super valuable for any pre-health career, and so... Having a mentor at your own school is really nice because these people have some insight on the classes that you're going to take, the professors you're going to take, the ins and outs of how your particular school works, all that jazz. So um, I'm really excited to talk to them about kind of their experiences with mentorship and about their experiences with other extracurriculars and handling life outside of just being a pre-health student. So without further ado, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. All right. Hi, my name is Jackie. I am a third year at UC San Diego. I am majoring in global health and minoring in general biology. And my intended career path is to become a physician. I'm looking into pediatrics right now. So that might be what I go into. But yeah, keeping an open mind. Um, what's up, everybody? My name is Kevin. Uh, I am currently a fourth year at UCSD. I study biochemistry and cell biology, and uh, I, I'm trying to become a physician, and in terms of like specialties I want to go into, I'm pretty interested in dermatology and neurology, but I'm trying to keep an open mind going into medical school. All right, awesome. And so you guys are both interested in medicine and in particularly, particularly being physicians. What got you interested in, in medicine to begin with? Um, for me, at least, I feel like to answer this question, I got to start uh, at the beginning of my college journey, because uh, I came into UCSD actually as a chemical engineering major, so like something completely different from like uh, medicine. And it wasn't until like the end of my second year when my fraternity had a uh, career workshop with an alumni, and he came over. I'd never met this dude before, but his name is Kevin as well, and he's like a physician. And when he came, he, he I remember him asking me uh, why I wanted, why I was interested in what I was studying. And then I, I was like, I thought long and hard, and I couldn't even ask the question because I, I really wasn't interested in what I was studying. Um, and then, so I went home that week, and then I thought about it. I thought about what I wanted to do in life. And I ended up calling uh, the, uh, that guy again. His name is Kevin Reitzel. He's a practicing physician. And uh, he actually came down to drive all the way from, like, L.A., because that's where he practices. And uh, he came down, took me out to eat, and then, like, we talked for, like, 
four hours on like what I wanted to do in life. And uh, ultimately, I, I knew I wanted to work in healthcare. And, uh, uh, and I started volunteering at uh, Palomar as well as at UCSD Hospital. And that kind of like solidified uh, my interest in working in medicine. Wow, that really fits this whole mentorship theme. Like, that's <laughs> a cool story. Yeah. All right, Jackie, what about you? Um, for me, I would say it was a little bit different from Kevin's just because I had thought about it at a younger age. And it was primarily because of my pediatrician and just the way that she was. And I think growing up, I kind of, I didn't really have anyone in my family that was into medicine. But every time I went to the doctors, I just really liked my pediatrician and she was super inspiring and that was the one thing as a kid that I could really see myself doing um and yeah I just kind of when I once I came to college and I got a better idea of what being a physician is really like that's when I kind of solidified my decision and a lot of making that decision was due to having such great mentors actually all right awesome and so Clearly, today we're talking about mentorship, and we're talking largely about um, PMP. But as a med- as a mentor or a mentee, there are definitely things that you can do to get the most out of this particular relationship. Like both people learn in this, and there's definitely ways that you can kind of make the most of whatever little time you have with your mentor or mentee. It's definitely hard to schedule uh, with everything else that's usually going on. So, what are your tips for mentees? for them to get the most out of this experience? Um, I would say that the one thing that really makes a difference for me is just kind of setting a schedule. Like for all the mentors that I have, I try to check in with them bi-weekly just to kind of hold myself accountable, especially for people who like to procrastinate. I think it's a really great thing to kind of set a time frame of how often you want to check in with them and to kind of have a place where you write down questions that come up in your daily life so that you know what you want to, you know, ask your mentor about when you meet up with them again. And so, yeah, that's what really works for me in maintaining that consistent kind of relationship with your mentor and, yeah, just having that long-term kind of relationship with them. Yeah, I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead, go ahead. I was, uh, I would agree with like Jackie with all of what Jackie said. It's like uh, constantly asking questions. And the thing about mentorship to me is, uh, uh, you get what you put in, or what stuff. I don't know what that saying is, but uh, whatever you put in, uh, you'll get like the same amount. So, uh, for me, like constant. I I remember when I was uh, uh, going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to commit to be, being a pre-med student and uh, uh, what really helped was, was like uh, always just asking my mentor, picking his brain. Like, like that's what, that, that's ultimately what a mentor is. Besides like being a friend, they're a very like valuable asset. Uh, they've been through what, you, uh, what you've been through. So uh, yeah, just take advantage of that. And, uh, ask them everything that you could think of. Yeah, I mean, I think overall having a good timeline and also being really willing to like ask questions is really useful for mentees uh even if it is scary because I know a lot of mentees get scared of their mentors at first and so that's usually like one of those obstacles to just break down really quickly so you get the most out of your relationship but um as a mentor 
what are some tips you guys have for the mentors in these relationships? How do they really get the most out of being there for these younger or less experienced mentees? Um, I've never really been a mentor before, but actually, I've never been a pre-med mentor before, but I was actually a part of a program called Partners Out Learning at UCSD. It's where you, you mentor elementary school kids. Uh, I think the biggest thing for uh, to be a good mentor is to just uh, always be there for them. You want them to trust you and be honest with you. Uh, and I think the, the, the to answer the question though, like what's the I think I think mentorship is, in itself is a very rewarding experience because I was in a mentee's position before, uh, very clueless and stuff like that. And uh, to be to, to be able to help someone uh, that was in your shoes before is uh, very it's a very gratifying experience. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. And I think kind of like what Kevin was saying, just being there for your mentee and really setting the tone for the relationship and making them feel comfortable and, and, you know, kind of reassuring them that they can really come to you for any question at all and being welcoming in that sense is probably the best thing a mentor can do because that will allow your mentee to reach out to you more and, you know, not be intimidated if that's something that they feel just so that, you know, they can come to you with anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've definitely heard like some mentors talk about how like their mentees never like really reach out to them, but also like they don't know how they can be the most help. So it's really nice like having that perspective of being able to say like, oh, I was in their shoes and like that's what I'm getting out of this this experience, like helping your younger self. Um, but OK, so you guys are both very involved in extracurricular activities. You mentioned some of them so far, like being in a frat or doing um, PAL. Sorry, and Palomar. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about like what extracurriculars you're involved in along with school? Yeah, so it's funny because Kevin and I are actually involved in a lot of this very similar things. Um, but I would say the first one is kind of like my sorority and Kevin's fraternity. And I think um, that is also where I kind of realized the value of mentorship, because even though it wasn't necessarily through a pre-health organization, it was just that sense of mentorship in general that really, you know, meant a lot to me because we have a similar program where it's like big and little and, you know, my big for me just gave me advice about life, about school, about careers and whatnot. And I think you know, that really carried into my love for mentorship and why I'm doing the peer mentorship program. So, yeah. And then if Kevin wants to talk a little bit about his too. Oh, yeah. No, like, you pretty much hit the, hit the nail on the head. Like, uh, that's why uh, my fraternity was a big reason of why I was so gravitated towards joining uh, PMP because it taught me uh, the value of mentorship because uh, yeah, like <laughs> pretty much just exactly what Jackie said through, uh, through my big bro and through like some of the alumni that, that helped guide me, like not only career wise, but like uh, just through life and uh, they helped me out socially. Because like when I first came to UCSD, I was like super shy and introverted. Uh, I'm still I'm still very introverted, but I think they, they taught me a lot of social skills that I need to succeed in life. And uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and then on top of that, Kevin and I, well, I'm doing it now, and Kevin had done it before, but we are also involved in the Partners at Learning or PAL program at UCSD, which is super great for anyone who wants to have experience on the mentoring side, where you basically get to work with kids of all grades, starting from kindergarten all the way up to high school, high school students, and it's a really great way to kind of learn what it's like to be on that side and to be the mentor and to teach them and really be them, be there for them and kind of, you know, guide them in that sense. And I think that's another great extracurricular that Kevin and I were both able to take advantage of, and I would really encourage a lot of people to take advantage of as well. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely heard about that, and it's super cool um, that we have that program available for students. So any UCSD students who are listening, that's a really cool program. I also think it it counts for a lot of different um, prerequisites for different colleges. So look into that. I think we're, are we all in ERC? I am. Kevin, I'm in Marshall. Oh, did you capitalize the recs? Yeah, I did. That that was originally the reason why I took that class. But like, in the end, like, it became so much more rewarding than just a class. Like, uh, I actually still talk to my, so I, I mentored a, a middle, middle school student. Uh, it was a middle school in, like, Trula Vista. And it was a very, like, eye-opening experience to me because uh, where I grew up, I, I grew up predominantly around Asians. And uh, uh, so, but the, this middle school was in Trula Vista. is like, a predominantly Hispanic community. And I thought there would be, like a, like, a, like, a cultural barrier when I first, like, uh, started like mentoring there and volunteering there, but uh, it proved me wrong. Like honestly, the kids there were so like cool and like open to me. Yeah, like it was for a lot of them. It was the first time they they seemed like a like an Asian dude in person, but it was very uh, eye opening to me. Like I still talk to my mentee today, like over Snapchat stuff. Like it's still very cool and uh, it's very rewarding. And that, that yeah, like I said, like with my fraternity, this is a big reason why I joined PNP. Just because uh, I got to see the other side of mentorship. Uh, yeah, being a mentor for someone is very rewarding. So that's what that's what that's what drew me to PNP. Wait, that's so cute. You still talk to them. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, Jackie, that's going to be your future, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. I just started mentoring a sixth grade girl and she's the best. She's super sweet. And again, I think it is very rewarding, like Kevin said, to be the mentor. Yeah, absolutely. And so with all of these extracurriculars and like everything going on, I'm sure it's really hard to juggle like extracurriculars with pre-health classes. Um, How do you guys deal with this? Like, what are your tips for time management? Um, For me, uh, I have a planner. Uh, I don't know. I I think a lot of people have planners nowadays, but a planner has helped me so much. Uh, This right because i have really poor memory too so like writing everything down on paper uh, helps me so much uh and then i think outside of that too you can get really burnt out with uh having all these extracurriculars especially as a pre-med like you have classes volunteering research all that uh but uh, for me having a really strong support group uh is really important somewhere some people like you go to like just to relax and to I think that really helps uh, avoid burnout. Yeah, I would definitely agree. <laughs> I use Google Calendar and I live by it because I, yeah, that's how I basically keep track of everything. And I think it's super important to 
have something that you look at every day and you really, you know, can look at to keep track of all your commitments. Um, And another thing I would say is that if you are getting into extracurriculars to find things that you really do enjoy and love, you know, because I know a lot of people do extracurriculars for their resume and whatnot. And that's, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I think at the same time, it's important to, you know, pick and choose the things that you enjoy, because that will also help avoid burnout. Um, You know, for me and Kevin, I think being co-chair of the PMP, it is some work and responsibility. But I think, you know, we both really enjoy mentorship and it's rewarding for us to get to form, you know, those relationships for others. And that, for me, helps avoid burnout because, it is work, but it's also fun and rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. And um, speaking of like burnout and such, you guys are both upperclassmen, um, which is you guys have had a couple years to gain experience with college classes and get used to just the monotony, I guess, of taking a lot of classes and like waiting to get to your goals. How do you um, deal with burnout or how do you like deal with feeling frustrated with your classes? Um, oh, yeah. So for me, uh, well, like I said, I start off as a chemical engineering major and it's, it's as boring as it sounds. And like my grades suffered because I wasn't interested in it. Uh, but the moment I switch, so yeah, my advice for that question is just to take classes that interest you. So for me, like I was very interested in like the natural sciences, like chemistry, biology, and everything in between that, uh, those two subjects. Uh, so yeah, the, like I, I noticed that uh, when I switched my majors, not only was I more interested, but I was also doing better in the classes because I was interested. Um, and yeah, Jackie, do you wanna share what you think? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with Kevin on that one. I think it's super important to love what you're learning. And another thing, too, is, like Kevin mentioned before, having a support system. And, you know, you can find that through mentorship or through your friends, but just having people that you can kind of take time off and relax with if you're overwhelmed with school is really important. And I also think kind of using teamwork, you know, like you can form study groups with other people, you can reach out to like Oasis and the other programs on campus that kind of offer tutoring services. I think learning with others and interacting with others as you go over difficult material is super helpful. I know a lot of people like to talk things out as they learn. And I think for those really difficult classes that you know everyone comes across in their college career, it's really important to know that you know there are resources out there and there are study groups and there's so many ways that really ease the process and make you realize that you don't have to do everything alone. Um, And yeah, I think that's what helped me, especially through classes like um, organic chemistry. And I know a lot of people kind of get stressed out about that class, but definitely, you know, using teamwork to get through those kinds of things are helpful. Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, continue what you were saying. (laughs) Sorry, I keep uh, interrupting you, but... uh... Yeah, I agree with that a lot. I think uh, a lot of pre-meds and a lot of the students at UCSD uh, think that, like, class and, like, school, they, or they have the wrong mindset. They they, co- they go into uh, school with the competitive mindset that you're always competing against your peers. When that, It's, like, completely the opposite. I think uh, 
I think in order to like do the best in school, uh, you need to uh, work with your peers, um, and yeah. Yeah, and I think another reason why that's super important is not just for school, but if you are a pre-health student, more there's very very high chance that you're going to be working in teams as you get older, whether it's learning new things or, you know, just working together in general. So I think you know, starting to have that mindset as you're going through your difficult classes in college is ultimately just going to benefit you. Yeah, and I definitely think, so mentorship is so based in, like, working together to further somebody else's goals. Um, And that's really interesting to me because pre-meds have this reputation, and pre-health students in general, we have this reputation of being very, like, competitive, kind of cutthroat, kind of like, you know, screw everyone else and I want to get good grades, right? And PMP kind of goes against that where it's like I'm giving up my time to help somebody else and I'm taking somebody else's advice and I'm really learning from other people. Um, Do you think that being involved in mentorship has helped you move away from that competitive, um, like that competitive pre-med stereotype? Yeah, I would definitely say for me it has and having mentors of my own and you know just seeing how much they were willing to help me was proof that you don't need to have that mindset in order to succeed at UCSD or really anywhere whether it's college life or future careers I think if anything taking advantage of networking and working together with other people is far more beneficial than you know that original mindset of thinking that you'll do everything by yourself and that you know you can't work with other people in order to succeed. Yeah, no, I agree with Jackie. Uh, like, just going back to my story about my uh, my first mentor uh, and how, like, he was already, he's a physician, a busy physician, and he drove all the way down from L.A. to San Diego just to buy me a meal and talk to me about uh, and helping me uh, uh uh, decide what I want to do in the future. Uh, that that level of like selflessness is like the epitome of like mentorship to me. And that's why I strive to like do. That's why I, that's that's the image of like a mentor that I have in my mind. And and yeah, it definitely should not be uh, like uh, mentorship should definitely not be like a competitive like like selfish type of thing. Yeah, for sure. And. Um... So you both mentioned that you have mentors and that's like plural mentors. How many mentors do you both have? And like, for what are they like a professional mentor, a peer mentor, et cetera, et cetera. So for myself, I would say I have many. And to be honest, it wasn't always like a formal decision to have people as my mentor. It was more like just, you know, coming across people in life who really inspired me or wanted to help me and just forming that relationship. So I would say the first one is a professor that I took for a global health class. And she was just a really inspiring person. And she just really gave off that kind of energy that, you know, she really wanted everyone in her class to succeed. And I really loved that about her, and so I just reached out to her and said, you know, hey, would you be willing to be my mentor? Maybe we can meet up every so often just to talk about life advice, school advice, career advice, or 
your experiences because she has so many you know she's one of those teachers that just had so many crazy stories and seemed like she has so much experience and so that's my first mentor and then my second one was through a pre-health org on campus and she was kind of more my mentor in terms of you know getting advice about being a pre-med student and the classes to take and the internships to look into and things like that and my last one would be my big for my sorority and she was really just like a big sister to me and a mentor in that kind of way yeah i i agree with uh what uh jackie like said earlier uh in that a lot of my mentors don't uh, really have the official title of a mentor or I never really ask them, oh, do you want to be my mentor? Is this, is this really just people that are like inspirational to you or, or like role models to you? Uh, and yeah, I have like, a, I have a lot of, I have many people I consider a mentor to me. Uh, the one as uh, previously talked about, the, the one who was a physician, uh, like Jackie, my, my big bro, my fraternity, I consider him like a mentor figure to me. Uh, and just recently, uh, my so I was a part of HMP three like a year ago, but I was a part of a different subcommittee called Hop, and I consider uh, my co-chairs like Lauren, me, and Amin. I consider them all mentors to me, uh, just because they they showed me like uh, what a good co-chair looks like and uh, how to like lead a subcommittee. And on top of that, uh, I I would say those are like the main ones. Like I, I have like many more, but yeah, but. Those are like the main ones, I think. I'm definitely sending this podcast to those three so they can hear it. <laughs> Lauren was our first guest on the show, too. So for anyone who's been listening, uh, you guys already heard from her. But yeah. Yeah, I think also just to add on for those who are looking for mentors, it's really important just, you know, to go out with the mindset of, you know, learning from other people. I think if you are pre-health, again, not only are you going to be working with people, but you're always going to be learning from other people. And so, you know, having that mindset now of just finding friends, professors, peers, anybody who seems like they, you know, would be willing to help you and someone that you might also want to help as well could be considered a mentor. It doesn't have to be an official title. Um, But yeah, just having that mindset of, you know, they're knowing that there are always people out there that carry different knowledge from you and knowing that you can always benefit from talking to them and getting to know their story is how you find mentors. Yeah, for sure. And um, so this is a question I asked some of our other previous guests who were um, UCSD students, and it's what are some classes that you really enjoyed and you really recommend to other pre-health students? Because Let's be honest, when you see that long ass list of classes that you can take, it is impossible to know what's going to really be interesting or what's really going to like live up to the name or be better than the name suggests. So, um, yeah, what are some classes that you two have taken that you really enjoyed and would absolutely totally recommend to other pre-health students? Um, I would say just the first one off the top of my head is the PAL program. Um, It fulfills general ed requirements for a lot of different colleges at UCSD and I you know Kevin and I have both taken it and we both loved it and it just really allows you to connect with the community and serve the community and learn a bit more about the different under-resourced populations in San Diego and you know if there are you if there are other students that are not from UC San Diego listening 
there are very similar things, you know, just around the community, being able to work, you know, with the younger age groups, whether it be like a camp or a tutoring center or something like that, where you just get to serve the community and be there for children, I think is just was super rewarding for me. And it was a class as well. But other than that, I would recommend global health classes, not just because it's my major, but because if you are pre-health, there's so much to be learned from global health and it's always applicable to being a future, you know, physician, nurse, PA, anything like that. Do you remember the class, the course name for that, Jackie? Like EDS, like 138 or something? Yeah, it was, well, I'm taking EDS 133, but there's also EDS 130 and I believe there are a few more. Yeah, I think all those courses are very good in the education department. Uh, like one, it'll, it'll like for, I'll feel like a prereq, prereq and two, uh, you'll just get like a really like meaningful experience out of it. Uh, I think a lot of our, some of them, you, you gotta work with elementary school kids. Some of them you gotta work with high school kids and tutor them. Uh, but yeah, all in all, it's just a, I, would, I only have positive things to say about that. Uh, and for me, uh, I don't really have any classes I would say uh, stood out, but there are a lot of professors that that stood out for me. Uh, I think that, to me that's that's what's more important because if you have a class that's taught by a good professor and a bad professor and people have different experiences. Uh, uh, like for example, like the nutrition class I took uh, with uh, Professor Randy Hampton, that was like one of the best classes I've taken just because it's very uh, useful information. Like nutrition is something we all do, we all eat. It's important to know what's good and bad and what's misleading and like, uh, uh, what's, yeah, what's, what's, what's misleading about certain like grocery store foods. And yeah, that was very cool. Uh, that was a very cool class for me. That's super funny because Rhea and I are actually taking that same professor right now for metabolic biochemistry and he is a character. He's yeah. super fun and, you know, you can tell he loves teaching. So yeah, I definitely think Kevin is right and it also does depend on the professor and that's one of the biggest features of our peer mentor program is it's you know you're getting mentored by your peers and so they likely know a lot about the professors and they can recommend you professors and that's you know a big aspect I think of having mentors that are still also undergraduate students as well. Yeah for sure um I was definitely going to ask Professor Hampton to see if he'd be on this show because I think it'd be really fun to have him on. So um, if I do, I'll let him know to listen to this episode and hear his students talking good, good things. But um, gosh, I had something I was going to say and I completely forgot. Oh, okay. So Peer Mentor Program is one of our three mentorship programs on campus um, that we are like HMP3 is involved in. So we also have a hop which I think Kevin can talk a little bit more about than I can, um, if you want to say a little bit about about what HOP does. Uh, oh yeah, it's a, it's a great subcommittee. Uh, well, so what we do is we just give workshops to underserved uh, high schools. So the one high school we worked with last year was called uh, Preuss High School. It's right next to UCSD. Uh, but I think uh, the co-chairs this year are working on expanding towards other underserved high schools. Uh, I don't really know much about that, but what they're doing is, I think, great uh, by expanding. I think it's a great thing. 
we, we pretty much just give workshops uh, educating high school, high school students about uh, uh, like this pre-health uh, careers out there because a lot of them don't even think about or don't even think uh, a lot of the pre-health uh, careers are even an option for them uh, because they come from these under, underserved uh, communities. And yeah, this is a great subcommittee. You guys should check that one out too. Yeah, for sure. And um, obviously there's you guys doing peer mentorship. And we have one more subcommittee that does a health professionals mentorship program that usually works to connect UCSD students with healthcare professionals um, as potential mentors or shadowing opportunities. And um, so for all you UCSD students out there, we have lots of opportunities. For non-UCSD students, make sure you look into the mentorship opportunities available to you at your school because clearly, like as we've been talking about for the last like half hour, mentorship is so important, especially as pre-health students. And it's like such an asset, both if you're a mentor or a mentee. So yeah, and um, with that, is there anything that you guys would like to say before we finish off today's episode? I would say apply to be a mentor or a mentee for our program. Our due date is November 10th. Um, and yeah, we just, you know, really want all the pre-health students at UCSD to really grow and, you know, gain as much as they possibly can from this mentorship program. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, I know I know the listener is probably tired about hearing the word mentorship, but... I don't know, I just feel like at a, at a large school like UCSD, it's easy to get like lost and feel lonely and feel like uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't even have to be like a pre-med path, but just any 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 major, any whatever career path you're on, it can feel like very lonely. So that's why I think mentorship is extremely important because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like uh, a lonely and difficult path. Like mentorship uh, makes it so much easier and yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you guys both for coming on the show today. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you and um, to give some advice about mentorship to everyone listening. So um, that's it for this week. And we'll have a new episode next Saturday. Bye, everyone.